following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. Welcome to the Producers. Lights, camera, podcast. What's going on, everybody? I am the Wizard of Jaws. Joined again. Here we are. We're doing the thing, doing it. The just the. I mean, you're the epitome of consistency right now. I'm trying. I'm doing my best to keep the, it rolling. The quote king, doing the thing, bringing in people when I can't be around. I don't remember if I did the one last week or if that was you. Was that you and Rick? Uh, mis- no, I was. No, we, we did friends. We did yeah, friends. we did friends. Yeah, no, okay. yeah, that was good. Let, listen, it all blends together at this point for me. Uh, <laughs> Life is one big podcast. It, it, I mean, very well, maybe at this point. So, um, if, actually, so so funnily enough, so so Big Rick and I went to see John Mulaney. Okay. At the arena, right? And uh, you know, it's a super secretive thing. You had to put your cell phones in these little bags that you were able to hold on to, so you couldn't film, take pictures, whatever. I had to take off my smartwatch because apparently I can record through that. I'm like, I can't. I said that technology doesn't exist in Samsung. So it was just a whole very secretive thing. But he had a bit where he's talking about um, podcasts. He goes, yeah, he goes, it's he goes, 2022 now. He goes, and I'm pretty sure there's 4.5 trillion podcasts out there. Basically, <laughs> everyone has a podcast. He goes, um, I think it's safe to say I hate all of them, like, dude, like he was just <laughs> freaking out at each other, like, oh my god, he's talking to us. Dude, I was like, I felt personally attacked. I was not okay with it. Uh, you know, and it, it's funny because there's a lot of people who hate on podcasts, like a lot well, of people it, who hate on podcasts because it was like a cliche, like, oh, you're on a podcast now, but now, like, legitimately, they are everywhere. Oh yeah, I don't know how like normal radio exists. So, See what I mean? I think people hate commercials and it's just well, and, and and that's the thing. Uh, people do hate commercials, which weirdly enough, segue. Let's pause it real quick and hear from our sponsor. <laughs> the weather is changing and the sun is shining, which means summer party season is here. And Buffalo Freddy Party Rental has everything you need to get your party started. From tents, tables, and chairs to inflatable bounce houses, water slides, and obstacle courses, Buffalo Freddy has everything you need to take your summer shindig to the next level. Not sure what to serve at your event? Buffalo Freddy does barbecue catering as well. For more details or to make reservations, head over to buffalofreddy.com or give them a call at 716-437-3339. That's 716-4-FREDDY. Buffalo Freddy is a proud sponsor of this podcast. And we're back. But yeah, people do hate do hate commercials. Uh, you know, but I mean, that's that's how radio stations stay on is the advertising and the the, right. you know, the, the money people spend to 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 like to get their their brand heard. Because they're basically saying what we're offering is we're like people are going to listen to so that like if you have space to sell, you sell, right? And that's how they pay their, you know, their their people and everything else. But that's also why if you if you look, a lot of local radio, especially in smaller markets, is going toward more like nationally syndicated programming. I mean, I personally work at two different radio stations and there is a lot of national syndication. Uh, the one station I know runs ABC News 
headlines at the top and bottom of every hour. And the other one does Fox news at the top of every hour. So like, and they only do local headlines during their live programming. So the rest of the time, like if it's not live programming, you're getting national news. You're not getting local stuff. And one of them is built as a hometown radio station. Like, you know, so it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, because there is like the local radio and, and small, small time radio is kind of dying for these bigger conglomerates. And I, part of it's because of podcasting. Part of it's because people can just do what we do. Put a microphone in front of your face and talk. You know what? And I think it's our generation that's really taking it to the next level. We've, we've left gone to the days of like, I, you know, so I used to work at Cracker Barrel when I was in college and the books on tape were super, super popular that you could rent a book on tape like on a road trip and you could return it to any Cracker Barrel you might come across. And there's like 600 of them or something. So right. there's some big number of Cracker Barrels. So I was like, oh, I'm on a road trip going from New York to California and I'll just keep stopping at Cracker Barrels and keep doing books on tape. Now, oh, I don't want to commercials and I can't be bothered to scan through Idaho to find their radio. You know what I mean? I will just listen to podcasts now and listening to like talk radio and weigh in on a debate or Right. Be entertained, whatever that is. And and a lot of that comes down to, I mean, you even if you try to listen, listen to the radio, listen to music. One, you're hearing the same seven songs every hour. And that is true. Every station's a hot 20 station. Yes. I don't care what a country hot 20, hip hop, pop 20. It, it's the same 20 songs on repeat. Right. And then because you're only getting seven or eight songs per hour, it's a lot of advertising. And people just like, yeah. oh, just beat me over the head with it. Honestly, like, that's why I love satellite radio. I, well, I, and, for sat- serious, like, like, I just like it. So satellite better. radio, iHeart radio, uh, like different internet radio stations. People who are, do Spotify, Pandora, yep. Premium, all that good stuff. It's yeah. like, and and now you can get Spotify or you can get our podcasts on Spotify, right? Like so, you like even if you're not an Apple user, like Apple Podcasts is the big one. Well, we're on Spotify too. We, we are, are hammering high. these segues. We're killing it right oh, now. Crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. <laughs> totally on accident. Not deliberate whatsoever. Oh, man. It just it, happens. So, and, and listen, some of the best stuff happens by happenstance. So uh, what's not happening by happenstance is there's a big a big holiday coming up this weekend. I don't know if it's a oh, holiday. It's a Hallmark well, holiday. But listen, it's the, it's the day for the Fajas. It's okay. Moms get their day. Dads get their day. That's fine. And like, Listen, I feel bad. Like So I feel really bad for dads as a whole. Because there's a lot to unpack here. First and foremost, um, so in my family, like my mom's birthday is today. Like we're recording currently on my mom's birthday. So like she's always right around Father's Day weekend, which so happy birthday, mom, and happy Father's Day, dad. Like, right, right. Like still um, your thunder. And, and like, you know, my birthday is the day before their anniversary. Like, whoops. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but, but then now, uh, a like the newest national holiday of Juneteenth is on Sunday, which is also Father's Day. So nineteenth, right? Yes. Yeah, nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, and for some reason, like you look at it um, for Mother's Day, what does baseball do? Pink oh, pats, tournament, pink tournament, clubs, tournaments pink, all the time. Like, like tournament of my Mother's Day invitationals, and you know the MLB does pink bats and batting gloves and socks and cleats and hats and. I, I think once they did like a baby blue thing for Father's Day. Like or not a baby blue, but like a like a powder blue thing for Father's Day. But like, no one really does much else for Father's Day. It's just kind of like forgotten about because Dad's probably outside cutting the grass. 
there's somebody somebody says uh, there's a comedian who has a bit on that where he goes through like you know fathers are outside throwing the football with the kid and then you go to every high school game and you watch him win a state championship and then you go you drive across country to go to every college game and you're yep. there for his weight room sessions whatever like that he gets drafted he goes to the Super Bowl you're at the Super Bowl he wins the Super Bowl Super Bowl MVP you're at every game his whole life what's the first thing he says hi mom hi mom he goes Are you kidding me he's like that's so, so, moms have a special place man that's what that it is. is. And that is uh, that was Carlos Mencia way back when who was accused of stealing that joke from uh, like a young upstart comedian, which is, you know, good for him, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> his, his career fizzled to nothing. So maybe not that good for him. Well, and then so on top of all of that, on top of sharing it with now Juneteenth and all like how overshadowed Father's Day is and how like it's just not given the same level of love that Mother's Day is. Then you have the single moms out there that are all like, I'm going to hijack father's day. Cause I do this alone. And it's like, ah, uh, come on. That's a tough look. Cause there are like, there are good dads out there. There are good fathers out there who deserve the love and the recognition and like, congratulations on hijacking and making it about you. Well, there's, I mean, we can't paint, we can't do wide strokes on a very minute minority of people that are just, I don't know insensitive we'll just say I, and there's people just jerks i don't know Both I, sides I, across the board people are jerks. I, I feel like that that minority is getting larger by the year with the divorce rate in this country going through the goddamn roof but that's another story for another time we are so, uh, so this week so we are doing a an epic fatherly tale maybe the most heroic epic father tale that there is is it taken no no it's not is it any other action movie directed by michael bay no no it's no. not it is, I can't call it the greatest of its genre um, because of Toy Story, because that I think is just unanimously number one always. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Uh, Finding Nemo. We are going off the beaten path for the Quote King and the Wizard of Jaws. We're doing Pixar. Which, I mean, I can't, first off, I can't believe this is the first time we've gone into the world of the animated. Second, I can't believe it's our first Pixar movie. And. Like, and we've talked about them. We've we, we've touched on them for different things. Like, you know, when we talked about Tom Hanks and stuff, when obviously his voicing of Woody, but I just, how is this the first one? I don't know. I mean, really, it's a good first one. It's a fantastic first one. Like this, this for me ranks maybe my all time greatest drive in night. I mean, as far as viewing movies, hmm. I watched the original Pirates of the Caribbean and Finding Nemo. Like those were like all timer. Like Pirates is on movie number 17. Okay, it's not 17. It's not quite the Fast and the Furious franchise, but there is four or five of them. And Finding Nemo, even though they only made two, became maybe the most beloved. Again, you can make an argument. I feel like most people would say Toy Story, but there's a strong argument to be made that Finding Nemo could be. It's definitely up there. And one. it was uh, the second one was Finding Dory, right? Correct. Right. So it really kind of, re, kind of relaunched Ellen DeGeneres' career. Yes, I I remember it from like from TV way back when, and and she came out and I don't know, kind of got blackballed. Honestly, where they kind of just stopped hiring her because people are are jerks that way. Sure, but then shortly thereafter, the un like just unlimited success of Finding Nemo, she got her own show and a thousand episodes later, and she was on for twenty years and right whatever. But I mean, some of the some of the funniest funniest things from that, like you know, oh, it's okay, I speak whale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it sounded like, a little orca-ish. Let me put a little more orca in that. 
<laughs> He's like looking at her like, you don't speak well. <laughs> I mean, just really. And so and really for me, so Toy Story might be the better overall movie. It may be more beloved, but you know, I'm the quote king. I think quotability. Oh God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like ride like the wind bullseye, like to infinity and beyond. There's like catchphrases. Right. But not like in- every day. Like, right. I mean, I've, I've peppered. There's a snake in my boot and somebody poisoned the watering hole into everyday conversation. Right. I don't know how I pulled it off. It's well, usually it's abrupt and they are action figures. So kind of like the trademark, it makes sense where you would yeah. like pull the cord and like, there's a snake in my boot. Like that's where the, the string retracts. And there you are. But like with finding Nemo, there are so many I, like, Ooh, escape. That's spelled just like escape. Like I can't read that word without that. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like, it's like trying to spell b- the word banana. Well, like going B B like every time it doesn't every time I can't spell it without singing it. It's not possible. I mean, walk, I walk through my house. I walk past the alley cat who's cooking something and I go, I'm going to touch the butt. And I, Whoa, Nemo touched the butt. That's right. A pretty big, butt. <laughs> like, I, how do you, how do you not? And there's like random ones too, stupid stuff like the little baby octopus. You can't. One of my tentacles is shorter than the other ones, but you can't tell, especially when I twirl them like this. <laughs> it's so stupid, makes my wife laugh every time. That's why right. I do it. Um, I mean, and again, catchphrases: shark bait, ooh ha ha, like <laughs> fish or friends, not food. <laughs> I'm Bruce. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> Hey, do you, do you want to go out for seafood? Fish off friends, not food. Like I, that is my go-to answer. Well, I'm allergic to shellfish, so usually going out for seafood, not in my cup, like not in my wheelhouse. But See, that's like, usually, like want, that's my answer. I want to know where they found like British sharks. I know it's there's, kind of there's Australian. Sharks. There's sharks off the water of England. I'm just saying. I know it's Australian stuff like that, but there's not a lot of people with Australian accents. Nemo, his father, Dory, like nobody has Australian accents, and then all of a sudden. Well, you know, all the oceans are connected, right? Yeah, it's one big body of water. Somebody, somebody made that joke the other day where they're like, how many oceans are there? And they said one. And he was, and he was like, and the guy was like, no, there's seven. And he goes, no. He goes, all the bodies of water are connected. He goes, it is one big body of water. You choose to name them differently. There is one ocean. Yeah. And I'm like, the man's not wrong. I feel like if this was Jeopardy, you'd have to give him points. Like if you weren't more specific with the question. Right. That's what it is. It is one body of water. How many names for the ocean are there? Right. Different story. Right. How many oceans? One. One big mother effing body of water, which is why you can have British sharks and Australian sharks. <laughs> and yet the accents are very similar. Was Okay. Now, was this one, was it this or the fishtail where somebody put a spoon on a hammerhead heart, uh, shark where he, he's like, what do you do? What do you do? I think that had to be fishtail with uh, Will Smith. I don't remember that part. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Yeah, that's it, had to be, it, it had to be fishtail then. Still funny and shark related. Any, anytime my wife's not feeling well, I'm like, fish to fish. Did you die? <laughs> like, you know I mean? like, it's so stupid. But like, that's, I don't know. For me, that's quotability. That, that's what comes up. P. Sherman, 42 Wild Way City. I'll tell you where I'm going, P. Sherman, 42 Wild Way City. <laughs> Um, one of, so funny story from this one, and this came out heavy at some point when we were in high school, right? Oh, three. Oh, three. Yeah. So, so yes, directly in the middle of high school, yep. uh, smack dab. I took German in high school. You know what? The worst thing that happened for a German teacher during that time 
was this movie coming out because there's a word in German that is mine, M-E-I-N, mine. <laughs> so you can imagine the first time we heard it in our entire class of seven kids that took German that you're mine, 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 mine. She threw a stapler at me because I started it. It's like Vader in German means father. His name is literally Darth Father. Right. Oh, so you know German. Now I know why you don't like fun things. <laughs> Mine. Pitch perfect from left Mine. field. I mean, like, really, is there anything that doesn't encapsulate the sound a seagull makes better than that? Word. And the way they just like are like harbingers of death anytime of like a cracker hits the sand at the beach. Have you like, have you ever had a seagull steal something out of your hand? No. Okay, I've had this happen twice. Okay, straight, up, straight up attack me, but no, not like, like twice in my life. I remember one time we were at um, band camp. No, one time different, at band camp. Different, uh, stop jumping quotes, bro. <laughs> Jesus, this, this is, is an ADD episode. It's, it's my life. This is what I'm I do. aware. Usually you're a little bit more on. Usually I'm the one that, that kind of veers us off course, but you're a little all over the place today. I'm just quoting. <laughs> just quoting. Just hanging just out quoting. quoting. I can just um, quote anything. My uncle, I, I, this is like a random, obscure memory that I have. I don't even know where we were, but there was like a petting zoo and stuff. Uh, I don't know if we were in Canada, if we were down here somewhere, but like they give you like an ice cream cone full of food for the deer that eventually like, so you can just like feed the deer and then like the cone can feed something else. I don't know what it was supposed to feed, but like I'm walking it's around all, all degradable. If you dropped it on the ground, yes, it could all get eaten. It'd be yes. fine. Right. So. I'm like walking around and I'm, I'm like a younger guy. So I have it like out in front of me. And also the seagull like swoops by and like picks it out of my hand. I was pissed. It had to happen St- with an ice cream cone once too. Stole my deer food. Done. Stole my deer food. And then my Son ice cream. Later on in my life, I had a seagull steal an ice cream cone from me. I've waged war against seagulls since then. I've got I'm a neighbor the- that feeds them. They're all over. I don't like it. Because uh, they drop like bones and like animal. <laughs> like. In the front, yard. well, they, they pick at stuff. They eat yeah, stuff. True. They eat, and then they just spit. It's like what birds do. They just drop bones in your yard. Start Stop sprinkling eating the seagulls. Start sprinkling alka seltzer and rice around. You won't have that problem. That's a terrible well, thing to do. We are talking about a movie with animals, and you're like, yeah, it's like murder. That's fine. No, uh, I'm, thanks, listen. Thanks you'll a lot, have Darla. Do, you'll you'll have to deal with some more bones and carcasses and stuff for a little bit, and then there won't be any. I'm kidding. I, don't do I that. I guess that sounds terrible. No, it's like don't, some don't people at that. weddings aren't allowed to throw this. I, at your wedding, we can't throw rice because birds explode. Right. Because they can't pass gas. Weird. Right. So Weird it's a fact. bubble thing. People blow bubbles now. This movie takes us all <laughs> over the world. And like, and then, I mean, yeah, it takes oh, like, I, again, again, British and Australian sharks when the main fish don't have accents. I don't remember where they start. Where where's home base? Well, I mean, he's they get, they he's picked a, up like on a boat off the coast of Australia, or like well, he's they, he's a clownfish, so it's got to be somewhere tropical because they're in a tropical reef, which is where clownfish live. Hmm. I mean, along with lionfish and Great Barrier Reef. There you go. Told you, tropical but reef. Okay, Nemo's home is set in Australia's Great Barrier Reef. So so basically. Australia. Right. Which explains actually it explains why the sharks have accents, but why doesn't anybody else? I don't know. You can make that about anything. Why is crush the uh, sea turtle like a hippie? Like, why is he a well, California? He's a, he, he's a surfer. <laughs> he's not a Cal- he's not California. He's a surfer, dude. That's not a California thing. That's a surfer yeah, thing. 
but I guess my point is he doesn't have an Australian accent either. Like he's just, he was full surfer. Maybe because of their migratory p- patterns. I don't know. I don't know. They do take like the great, I don't know, the swim and the the, yeah. the jet stream or whatever. Right. And that jet stream took Nemo and Dory. God knows where one of them ended up in a fucking fish tank, which is how we meet the seagulls. That's how we get shark bait. Ooh, ha ha. I mean, all over the place. And I don't think the did the doc, did the dentist because it was a dentist's office he ended up in, right? Correct. Yeah, and his niece was Darla. Right. Like, did did he have like did they have accents? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. okay. Yes. It's been a while, so I don't really remember that part. But but I then mean, you've got like Will, Willem Dafoe. I mean, who's maybe the best Spider-Man villain that we have? Oh, sure. He's the green. He's the Green Goblin. He plays Gil, so he's one of the the, the fish in the guy's uh fish tank right like this this whole movie and like and there's so many fan theories man we kind of talked about it before we started recording like so it's this epic movie right where this barracuda comes through gobbles up nemo's mom and all of nemo's like sibling eggs and leaves one cracked one behind and somehow nemo's dad survived whether he wasn't there or he, he was, he was knocked out. He got hit by a, a tail right. and hit a rock and then like fell into, I don't know, seaweed or something. Right. And so like, obviously he's very uber protective of Nemo who has the special little fin and which uh, you would think that would make him only be able to swim in like one direction, not the band, like literally <laughs> just, just turning left all day. You just get you really, you said that I really went, why is he talking about music? Oh, that's not what he meant. <laughs> oh, okay. That's my bad. Yeah. No, we're not talking about a fish boy band. Um, but like, so, and then obviously Nemo like gets caught or, you know, cause he touches the butt, the right. butt of the boat. And he, and he gets picked up by scuba Davis. And like, just the whole thing, like it's a, it's a great movie all around, but then people start applying science to it. And like, well, oh, cause every, everyone's a marine biologist when they want to be right. That's like, right. we're all doctors. I looked on WebMD. I know what's up. Oh, so, okay. So like there, there's a thing where like, oh, uh, Nemo's father was actually like the reason that Nemo's father was knocked out and doesn't remember, like really wasn't there was because like Nemo's father was actually Nemo's mom and like switched genders after the Barracuda attack or something to the patriarchy or I don't I don't know I there's something weird about changing genders in there that clownfish do again I'm not I'm not a Scientologist so I, or scientistician or whatever I'm not a science guy my name's not Bill Nye I don't know how it works he has a, a degree in, in engineering from MIT but it's a thing he's sort care. of a science guy I mean engineering is a science isn't it Shh. yes yeah sure yeah sure he- Anyway, but like, so there's that. I mean, then, then there's the, the, the one that like he didn't survive or nobody survived and like finding literally he was, he like lost his mind and dealing with grief. He was like searching for his son the whole time. Right. But, but like searching a figment of his imagination. Right. Like nothing was really there. Yeah. Like right. None, and then there's another, the, another one where they're like in purgatory where it's yep. like, he's the whole journey is just crossing the river like metaphorically and yet also kind of actually like in the literal yeah, cross, crossing the river sticks and like and some of these go as go in, in depth as to like who every character represents like that the 
that crushes actually um like the boat that caught crosses the river sticks to take you to the like toward the afterlife or whatever but i mean like and actually this is really funny because i see i see it on tiktok all the time there's actually some place somewhere that like it's got i'm sure it's an uh, an aquarium or something that has crushed the turtle like an animated version where it looks like you're talking to him in a tank and the kids at like ask him questions and he actually answers I, the questions. I have, I have seen that. Yes. Yes. I know what you're talking about. And like, it, it's funny. Cause he, they're just like, Oh, cool. You're like, you guys ever collect seashells? And the, kid, the kids are all like, yeah. And he's like, Oh, cool. Check this out. I found this human shell the other day. And you're like human shell. And it's a football helmet. Right. And he goes, I saw some dude wearing a bunch of, like clothes with dolphins on them, throwing this into the sea, saying, I'm done being a fan. Like, and I was like, that's, that's funny. Is it funny? Cause they're in Disney world and it's in Florida. So like, Hey, like, Hey, it's our team. We can make fun of the dolphins. It's fine. I think it would be funny no matter where you are. Cause the dolphins <laughs> suck. <laughs> Wrong podcast. We lost yeah, it. You sure did. But yeah, like, so like crossing into pop culture references, I mean, and the, the generic like surfer, bro, like, yeah, man, cool. Like that dude, like like that dude being the turtle is awesome. Like the turtle was legitimately Michelangelo from the So Crush was Andrew Stanton. I would like to know what else he did. Yeah, fill me in. I, I listen. I'm going this whole podcast without looking at IMDb. I don't feel like it. So he helped roll. He helped write Wally. So that's kind of cool. Uh, he was a writer on Toy Story. So he also uh, was all of those things in uh, Finding Nemo. Oh boy, he's a writer in Obi Wan Kenobi. So oh this boy. dude just is like legit, just a Disney all star, and he's writ written, wrote wrote it. Wrote it. Wrote it. Get out of my head, wrote it. <laughs> That's what His we whole do. Thing. So he's, he's he's very. I mean, a Bug's Life, Wally, Toy Story three, John Carter, Finding Dory, Finding Nemo, Toy Story four. Like he's just uh, involved in a writer, and apparently they're like, "Hey, we need a voice," and he was like, "Hey, I can kind of do that." This server guy, and they were like, "Oh my god, perfect!" And they just threw him out there. Dude, you stole. You totally sound like a sea turtle. I know, bro. Well, it's, I mean, it's like <laughs> one of the head writers for The Office is Mo Schrute. Right. <laughs> I just find that so random that he's got next to no speaking parts. Well, he doesn't like, do much of anything, and they're like, "Hey, okay, so we need a guy to be Dwight's cousin. He's really weird." Let's talk to the writer room and see who wants to go into acting. Well, I'd like BJ Novak too, who plays um, Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard, the temp. Like he didn't want to be a regular recurring character. But he like they threw him in there like we need a tab. He's like, well, screw it, whatever. I'll just do it. Like expecting like minimal roles, which is why he was so like removed. Like, yeah, it like, comes and goes. He's in prison for a little while. Well, like <laughs> kind of invent it, reasons for him to just disappear at the very beginning. Like every time they interview him off the side, he's just like, I don't care about this. This is not what I want to do. Like, this is not my and then like he finds a way to spin it into something and then they write him off the show, write him back in the show. And he's even more aloof later on and you're creating wolf and we are way off topic. Listen, we're talking about TV shows. I'm not sure how that's weird. It's not the one we're supposed to be discussing, but that's fine. Uh, you know, we, we got there with like the, the writer being the, like the, the totally like hang 10 voice of the turtle, dude. Again, I mean, that's basically you. You could have just gotten anybody who voiced Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles to do the same thing. Uh, apparently I, I could have done it. Well, apparently, honestly, yours yours was pretty good. I was actually thoroughly impressed by because usually I'm the quarter and the guy with the accents, but that was pretty spot on. 
there's there's a couple that I do. There's a couple I get away with. Uh, I have a pretty decent uh, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I wouldn't know that would have been a, a quote uh, or an accent. I would, it wouldn't have been an accent. Uh, it's more of a voice than an accent. Okay. Blur punch buggle. Oh, again, <laughs> that's not bad. Right. There, again, weird ones like obscurities. Uh, right. Yeah. Stuff that has no business being relevant. And you're like, is that Stitch? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, that's a, that's a place that my, like my vocal range can go, which is weird because of how deep my voice generally is. Right. But, you know, it's funny. So, so looking at the IMDb page here. So, Jeffrey Rush, who uh, plays, uh, what is his name? Nigel, who's one of the guys in the, in the dentist's office fish tank, okay. is also. Uh, Barbosa in parts of the Caribbean. So oh. unbeknownst to me that when I went to the drive-in, he was in both movies. I did. I mean, I, you don't put two and two together that way. Well, that's that. So that's the theme, right? Right. So like we just went to the drive-in a couple weeks ago and we saw Dr. Strange and the second movie was the Bob's Burgers movie. Oh. So like, I guess the theme there was like movies that kids might like. Yep. The other day, you know what threw me? And again, off topic, but I don't care. So our local drive-in had like Jurassic World playing on two different screens with with a different other movie. Do you know I mean like and that floored me a little bit because when I was growing up, there you had like three screens and you had six different movies. There there was, was no you had to choose. Do you know what I mean? Right. So that, that floored me that the Jurassic World movie was playing on two separate screens. So they did that the other uh, when we went there too. Except it, Doctor Strange and Bob's Burgers were playing like on two different screens, but in a different order. So, like, if you wanted to see Bob's Burgers first, and then like maybe you didn't care if you stuck around for Doctor Strange or vice versa. Like, so that's what we did. We watched Doctor Strange. We didn't stay for Bob's Burgers because I really just don't care. Um, I was with you on that one. I didn't want to insult it, but now that you've said it, I don't care. I'd have been like, yeah, I would have left that to the first one. <laughs> totally like, that's that's one of those ones that like some night after a night out drinking or something like I'll put on in the background and like end up watching way too much of, but right, like well, for me, I mean, if I, I better really enjoy it if I'm going to stay up till three o'clock in the morning, do you know what I mean? Like if that's, that, that's right. my alternative, right. And like, I'm, and I'm definitely not going to go there, like see that first and then like, then try to be amped up and stay like in tune for Dr. Strange. So, right. But I think they, listen, they did it the right way. They put oh, Dr. Yeah. Strange, the next Mavel, Mavel whole major Marvel. Oh yeah, there we go. Got a boy. There. <laughs> English is hard sometimes. No, the next major Marvel movie that was a blockbuster. That yeah, we'll put we'll lead with our best horse. Yeah, and like you said, they, they, there was another screen. They had it the other way. So like, it was very weird. But I mean, like, and they have four screens now. So it's just, I mean, whatever. And it wasn't packed by any means. I mean, granted, we went on a Monday night, but still, and school still in session. But it's, I mean, still. The only thing, the only issue that we had was it was so damn buggy. Like there were just so many oh, bugs. That. And then like, listen, I, I used to love going to the drive-in when I was younger. We talked about it. Like we talked about how like we, we went to the drive-in like and the one time we took your van and like, so listen, me, my, I, my first car was the family minivan. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I was happy with four wheels and a motor, something that would get me from A to B. And, and, and listen, and that van didn't always go A to B either. <laughs> I remember that. Listen, when I inherited it, it had like 186,000 miles on. That is like way worse than any minivan is ever supposed to do. I'm pretty sure it was held together by scotch tape and glue. 
it really was. Um, but like we talked about that, we talked about how like I'm pretty sure like you drove, I was in the passenger seat because we're like, there's no way I'm hiding. But we had seven other people in the car, and they only charged us for two. And look, people at us sneak funny. into the drive-in. That sounds weird. Yeah, like strange. That's another thing that goes what, on. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Listen, we, have, we used to go to the Buffalo drive-in because now the only one that's on open is the Lockport. Right. The old one. Se- seven bucks for two movies. You can't beat it. Right. The, o- the only problem was uh, you needed a car. So like, and we weren't that, that thing didn't yeah, they, like they last really long enough. On, like furniture. Like you, they didn't like camping chairs and stuff. They were like, which no, is no. not the case anymore, but, but right. they're there because they are trying to, they were like a, a lot of the previews for the drive-in were like things about like the drive-in trying to stay open and everything else, which apparently, um, Dipson has just bought the one out in Lockport. Well, like, dip, oh, yeah, so like yeah, yeah. It, was, it was family run for like 60 years. I remember seeing in a whole article about it that they're like the, the whatever it was the Smith family has owned yeah. the Lockport drive in for the better part of six decades. And yeah, now so Dipson just bought it, but like a lot of the previews were like different ways to like keep, you know, keep your local drive in open and like support your local drive in. And really what it was is them saying like, you know, listen, don't bring your own food and snacks in because like we get charged so much money to show these movies that we don't make money on the movies. Like we stay open and stuff because of like the snack stand. And I'm like, as if throwback to a nineties catchphrase, (laughs) who's, who's quoting another movie now? We haven't talked about Nemo in 10 (laughs) minutes. Who are you? What are you talking about? Which, which proves that it's the ultimate utility movie that it just led us in so many different directions oh my God. with so many great voice actors voicing so many characters. Took us everywhere. everywhere. Every which where. So, Why did we do this? Oh, that's right. Father's Day. We right. didn't talk about it at all. But yeah, like, like they had a good 15 minutes of previews about like how to help us so, like support your local drive-in and like don't bring your own food and drink and like, you know, walk 10 miles to the, to the concession stand and order food from us and we're cash only though. Like Cool. So make it really easy for me to spend money. <laughs> uh, listen, it's, I mean, I, I feel, I mean, some slight remorse from back in the day, but I mean, I listen, I didn't have, I, I used to lifeguard when I was in high school in the summer. Like, I, you know, steady money. Money was, if you could beg your dad to give you 20 bucks, like this is where you, <laughs> that's where you were. So like we did the dollar store real hard right. for snacks and candy. Maybe you'd get, you'd take a bunch of people with you and you split a pizza, which is, you know, at the time, Fourteen dollars, no fantastic. Kidding. You know what I mean. And then the movie is seven bucks for two movies. So for less than twenty dollars, you got two movies, dinner, and basically unlimited candy. Right, essentially what I'm going with there. But yeah, no, you brought it yourself. That's just kind of what that and, was. And and like I like seeing that. I feel bad, but only kind of because if we went to tonight, I would do the same thing. Like right, and, and like I would pick, up, lot- pick up some Francos or get like Picasso. You know what I mean? Like, well, and, and a lot of that is like. I don't want to walk like it's one thing to walk out of a movie theater, like 10 steps, turn a corner, 10 more steps. You're at a concession stand to get right. out of your car and walk 500 in feet in the pitch black right? to a, like a concession stand. That's supposed to be like centrally located to all four screens, but is really not convenient for anyone somehow. Like you'd be better off like getting food trucks or like food carts and stuff to like drive around. Like, Hey, you guys want anything? Like it's an interesting idea. I feel like if they did like a taco truck Tuesday or do you know what I mean? Like, or got the taco truck to go there. Yeah. Hey, listen, like this, this Saturday only is, is going to be food truck night where the food trucks don't have to do anything. The The clientele base is going to come to you. Right. And everyone's just going to eat. Which is, and then which when the, is the point start, of a food fail, truck. Leave. Right. And then when the movie start, leave. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like you had people walking in front of you and, and nonsense. Like, hey, when the movie starts, close enough shop. I mean, probably do pretty it, well and move on. And it's not even that. I mean, they they send their their attendants around on segways and stuff to like make sure nobody's you know doing anything stupid. I guess I don't know what. Like, like well, to drive around, keep, keep your headlights off and stuff like that. Like, well, and that's why they were harping on people sitting outside their vehicles because some idiot backs up without paying attention and you clip some mom in a in a in a camping chair. You know what right. I mean? All of a sudden, there's a lawsuit because she wasn't sitting in front of or in the direct, you know what I mean, line of her own car. She was off to the side. It's a whole right. health and safety thing. But I mean, like, so if you sent those dudes around in, like, I mean, they do it at golf courses. Send those dudes around in a food cart to sell stuff. You're already paying them to be there. People would probably tip them the way they tip at a golf course anyway. And you probably make money. But what do I know? I'm I don't know. It would be interesting. Guy. Because I feel like it, it might take away from the movie. It might be the only objection as to like why yeah, but, you're there up to begin with is but, to see the movie. Get it, getting up to walk the, to, to the concession stand doesn't take away from the movie? For, from you, but not from people around you. If you want to leave in the middle of the movie, it's like, it's fine. But if I'm walking in front of all the other cars, I'd be like, dude, sit down. You can't, it's the fifth time you've walked in front of me. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I would like because I mean, with the angle and stuff, whatever. This is not the point of this podcast. <laughs> this is our, way off. The we are social intricacies, social intricacies of the drive-in. At we local are not cities. even in the ballpark of what we were talking about. I listen, but Finding Nemo is one of the movies that made me love the drive-in because again, I saw it as a kid. I saw it with Pirates of the Caribbean, and really, it's it's such a fantastic movie. Really, so I remember posting on my my Facebook status when I was in high school. Oh no! Though that wouldn't have been a thing. So aim, maybe yeah, that's probably. that's where we're. That yeah, your away AOL, message. That's where, right. So or on, my or on aim, MySpace. No, I never had a MySpace. I wasn't okay. cool enough. I buckled under peer pressure. Um, aim being a thing, getting my first Ethernet cable. God, that is an old sentence. Um, uh, an old sentence, huh? Old sentence. Sentence. It's been a very long, hard day. It's like Chandler with a glass of wine. I've had a very long, hard day. <laughs> in a bathtub, anyway, in a bubble bath. Right, in, in a bubble bath. Uh, you're like, I'm not sitting you, right uh, now. Listen, you podcast me, you podcast with me in a bubble bath. We're going to have a very different conversation. Uh, you know what? Challenge accepted, said Barney. Oh, boy. And we've quoted again. No, but uh, remember posting a thing that just said like, oh, I just watched a movie about uh, a serial killer kills a whole bunch of of children and the father like travels many miles to seek revenge and like find his kid. And people are like, Oh my God, what movie was that? And I'm like, finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, shit. Like that's, that's legit. That Barracuda is an asshole. Right. He go, like he goes around doing that for fun. Well, not for fun because he's hungry. I was just going to say that Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter called. He wants his shtick back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Most disturbing Pixar movie ever. Hello, Nemo. Right. But just so, the, the yeah, I, I have to ask. Oh, boy. Would, would you go to the drive in to see a double a fishy double feature of fishtail or shark tail? Was it shark tail? I don't know. Whatever. Shark movie was, shark, what, whatever the one Will Smith tail. was in shark tail and finding Nemo and, and stay for both movies. I mean, probably. I mean, if I, I take my kid, I, I would. I don't know if I would go I, like listen, as an adult. To, to, I, this is good. Then just take this at face value for the podcast. I don't give a shit about your kid. I would go and do that myself. <laughs> well, then that's fine. There are a lot of great reasons to your point to see Dr. Strange. I would right. go to the drive. I like the drive and I have no issue with it. Having a truck is one of the few perks of that vehicle in today's age. Of yeah, going we're, to the drive-in. 
like we're we're talking about how to rig the bed of my truck for the next time because the first time we watched in the cab of the truck because one we didn't plan ahead and b we would have been eaten alive um if right. you do, if you do go to the drive in like i what didn't even cross my mind like the bugs bug factor didn't even cross my mind but uh yeah if you do go plan for bugs and like we're trying to figure out, like okay what can we throw in the bed of the truck to like sit on and relax and like lounge and you know, have our snacks nearby that we didn't buy from the, from the drive-in because, you know, we're cheap. <laughs> Selfish, greedy people is what happened. Right. And then we'll be sad when the drive-in closes. But it'll be our fault. It'll definitely yeah, be. It our sure fault. will be. Uh, obviously, this movie gets made in 2022. It's a kid's movie. It's a family movie. It's a no-brainer. There's nothing even that's like uncouth about this. There's nothing taboo about it. It is just straight up. They don't use any sort of language that I would feel like you could not I, use today. I mean, the only thing that I could see like the the wokest of the woke going after would be Dory and her memory loss issue. Oh, that you would be making fun of some sort of mentally handicapped person. Yes, but I like that. Oh, I think even that, fun of her. It's just portraying one. I don't know. I, like that's just a stretch. Like that. That's such a stretch. It's not even funny. No, I agree with you. And really, and, and nature movies, uh, nature movies, things that don't involve real people. Right. It's a movie about fish or like it'd be, you can't get upset about Homeward Bound. Do you know, like the three animals that are like, there's nothing, would it be, is it offensive to dogs? Like what, what is your argument? You know what I mean? Right. So animal movies, I feel like are tough to, for anybody to get fired up about. Yeah. But only, I think it, the only thing people get fired up about is when uh, PETA calls and says those animals were abused and they're like, no, they weren't. <laughs> yeah, right. On my computer software. Is that what happened on CAD? Yeah. What happened? How'd this go down? But I think it, I think I don't think you have to change a single thing, which no. might be the only time we've said that about a movie in the last twenty-eight-ish episodes. No, thirty, uh, thirty-one. We're up there. Yeah, we're we're definitely up there, and I, I definitely definitely agree with you on that. Um, definitely, nothing needs to change, and it absolutely gets made in this day and age. So, but uh, the next question, then, oh boy, what, what's your uh, what's your what's your what's your number, man? So I mean. I've already been, I've alluded to it a couple of times, but it, it, I feel like if Toy Story is a five, it is like the epitome of childhood. You know what I mean? They made four of them. Grown adult men weep at Toy Story. You know what I mean? Like that's that for me is a five. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I I still love this. It's a fantastic movie. It is really beloved by a lot of people. I'm probably giving it a four or five. I think really it, across the board is a great movie. It's funny. Um, it's not overly long. It's I don't know. I think it's a great movie. I, I think I'm going three seven five. I don't hold it in the same regard as you do, like you know, old like Toy Story ish. I like it. It's not, but it, like if it, like if Toy Story is on TV, I'm probably watching Toy Story. If Finding Nemo's on TV, I'm going to see what else is on first. Really? So, oh, yeah. see, I, I would watch. It. I don't know if it's quite the remote dropper that some of the other ones are, but I th- I mean, I think it's I'm so. This could be a whole different episode, but I mean, quickly. If it's not Toy Story, Ash, would you put any other Pixar movies in front of it? And there are, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like Monsters, Inc. I mean, it's not like there's no other Pixar movies that aren't good. There's a lot of good ones. I, I would put Monsters, Inc. at least equal. Um, With Finding Nemo. Yes. Okay. Okay. I just make sure you weren't saying Toy Story. No. Um, I think Up is better. Absolutely, that's a very good movie too. And again, certainly pulling at the, you know, heartstrings. But I mean, Cars and Up and Soul uh, and Monsters in, Inc., Wally, in, Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Inside, Inside Out. I think Ooh, is better. Know, 
I, I do love Inside Out. That was pretty fantastic. Um, maybe, maybe my inner nostalgia. I love Ratatouille, too. I think it's fantastic. Like, I thought Coco was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we're taking from this is that Pixar has done a really, really good job. <laughs> I mean, they really <laughs> have. For producing and coming out with movies. They've really done some pretty good stuff here. But I really, I don't know. I'm going to give Finding Nemo... Uh, a high grade because I think it, it was like number one. Like Pixar broke off from Disney and like it was Toy Story. And then I think Finding Nemo was two. Like Toy Story was 95. Good Lord. Seven years old. Right. Eight. Uh, Monster. No, Monsters Inc. was 01. So Finding Nemo was 03. So I can't. So it was third. I, I wouldn't have said that. I'm surprised by that. I would have said that Finding Nemo definitely came out before Monsters Inc. But that was not the case. Yeah, Monsters Inc. I was wrong by, by two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, so. I, I think Wally's like up there. I like up. Like I said, I like up better. I definitely like Inside you Out. You know what? Better. Now, now that I'm now that I'm looking at all these, I I reserve the. I'm I'm changing. I'm going to downgrade it to a four. Ooh, downgrade it to a four because really, like I really had not remembered how many fantastic Pixar movies they have. When you, when you see them all laid out in front of you, you're like, it'd be like trying to pick the best Marvel movie. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, shit, that was good. <laughs> when they're all laid out in front of you. Right. So I, uh, it's a four. So a three, seven, five and a four. That's pretty good. So that puts us at a 7.75 overall ranking for Finding Nemo, uh, which weirdly ties it with the Rocky franchise, the Wolf of Wall Street, Liar Liar, and uh, our guest host, one of me and Rotten Jack doing 31 of the Rob Zombie genre. So, and it's, it's a little low for IMDb. IMDb is an 8.2 out of 10 with a, with a million people rating it, which is one of the highest we've seen. And really, 8.2 eight, for IMDb is high. There's usually a lot of naysayers out there. Oh, people yeah. go, oh, that movie's crap. Really? Crap? <laughs> like, there's a, haters going to hate. <laughs> well, and, and, the, and this, is, this is that one that it's, it's hard to get that low rating because it's, I mean, what are you complaining about? I don't like right. fish. <laughs> right. Listen, I bet you if we went and looked, somebody said, really, what's the deal with the fish? It's stupid. Right. Like, You're fi- right. Like, they should have done this to real people. Like fi- either fish or uh, animated movies are stupid or like I'm a Disney fan. Pixar sucks. But even though they're back together again, I don't right. know, whatever. But uh, it's an yeah, outlier. It is. I, and like, I, again, I, I, I think this is just on the grand scheme of. If like you just did, if you were rating it just on a standalone on its own, you're like, yeah, it's here. And then like we start talking about the other movies that like in the same realm and like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. And that's just other Pixar movies. Like we're not even adding in like other Disney movies that came out around the same time. Right. Like like specifically the company of Pixar. Right. Right. So uh, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. Uh, Quote King. Thanks for joining me, buddy. No problem. I am the epitome of steadiness. Yeah, not on this episode though. You you <laughs> took us off track far more than I ever did. And that is that is total crap. You spent 12 minutes talking about the theology of the movie going experience. We didn't even get to finding Nemo until like 21 minutes into the episode. That's not true. I'm gonna test it. I'm gonna find out. Run, run, run it back. Run, run it back. back. We're gonna run it back. I didn't even uh, know what that means. Nobody knows what it means. It's provocative, and it gets the people going. We just go stand over there, please. I just cross-referenced on you. I just, I just went from Blades of Glory to uh, Wedding Crashers, Wedding Crashers in one hey, fell hey, swoop. Hey, hey, 
Hey, Jaws, Red Moondog 7-Eleven. Will you just go stand over there, please? Oh, man. Sorry, guys. So that's going to do it for us on behalf of the Quote King and myself, the Wizard of Jaws. That's a wrap. The Podducers is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online at BICBP-radio.com or find us on social media by typing in The Podducers to Facebook. Like, follow, share, subscribe, and tell your friends about us today. 